So you have a lot of power running through your energetic blueprint um, that makes you someone who wants to gradually become masterful at what he does. And it really sucks if you reach this plateau where it feels like you are stuck right. and nothing goes. And this causes frustration for a generator who wants to climb up the mountain. Magnificence is the boundless expanse of being, a liberation from limitation. It is the embodiment of authenticity where you shed the shackles of self-doubt, shame, and imposter syndrome. Here, worthiness flourishes like a vibrant garden where you have the power to determine your actions, destinations, and your closest relationships. In the realm of magnificence, creative individuality takes center stage. Your greatness is acknowledged, celebrated, and nurtured. Gone are the days of mindless conformity or fitting in just to keep the peace. This show and your host, Patricia Linder, are here to guide you as you align with your authentic design, leading the way to a life of purpose and fulfillment. Magnificence is not some unreachable peak or distant dream. It's inside you waiting to shine brighter than you ever thought possible. Welcome to your magnificence. Hello and welcome to another episode of Magnificence, the empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on its guests. And today I have with me the amazing Eric Ryan. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here on the Christmas edition, as we yes. mentioned. I was about to say that because we dressed up for the amazing Christmas edition in green and red. We didn't plan this, though. This was the universe speaking to us. Yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. Extra important. Eric, you are such a magnificent being, and I would love to introduce you to the audience. Um, You told me something about you, but I would love you to dive deeper into who you are, but just a couple of sentences about you and your amazingness. Eric Ryan is the owner of Offensively Creative, and he's the co-host of The Eric and Rodney Show with Robin, the most popular LinkedIn live show from 10 to 11 every day. Right. That is amazing. So welcome again, Eric. Thank you for having me. Listen, I'm on a um, on a uh, fruitless quest for fame, so <laughs> anything I can do to get in front of the camera. Um, so thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Super. I have one question. You are the owner of Offensively Creative. Could you tell me and the audience more about Offensively Creative? Because this is an intriguing name. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so I own, I co-own two marketing companies. One's called 190 West, and that was the first one. And 190 West does more of your traditional stuff. So like SEO, PPC, content marketing, email marketing. And what would happen is I'd always come up with ideas. I thought marketing was going to be like Mad Men. Like I come in the morning, have a few drinks, sleep with my secretary, come up with a brilliant idea. Other people execute on it and then everybody celebrates me. But marketing's nothing like that. It's terrible. It's all spreadsheets and emails and it's yeah. awful. So what would happen is with the 190 West clients, I'd always have these ideas. I wanted to be Don Draper. And uh, they'd go, oh, that's a great idea. We're never going to do it. So rather than trying to convince people that might not skew towards the exciting I figured I'd do a sister agency that would find just exciting clients that want to do exciting stuff. So that's why I spun it off. And that's why I do Offensively Creative. And everyone was like, oh, I wouldn't put offensive in the name. 
Well, like it's sort of self-segmenting. If you're interested in offensively creative, if that speaks to you, we're probably on the same page to some degree. So, so it's, it speaks to me. And I thought like, you are not for everyone. Is this, is this right? Yeah, I right. I don't, but I don't think blue cheese is for everyone either. But yeah. those yeah. who love it really like it. So yes, I, I I'd rather be polarizing in some way than than play to the middle. Yeah, but polarizing is attracting people. If you're just in the middle, you're speaking to no one. <laughs> so too, and you know, listen, I'm famously left. I'm an East Coast liberal elitist. But if you look at our politics, Donald Trump got to where he is because he's wildly polarizing. Yeah, and he's yeah. not my kind of polarizing. Right. But That technique works, and I think marketing used to be skewed more towards getting people's attention and getting them excited and making them mad or making them happy, and that's why I was sort of interested in it, but these days it's rough. I'm trying to bring that back. Yeah. And so I invited you to also talk about your human design, and I heard that you haven't heard about human design before yesterday where I was on your show. Um, and um, I would like, like to dive into your chart and share the screen to have a first look at your chart. Yeah, I want to dive into my chart. Excited. I love talking about me, so this is great. That's great. And I, I think, and just without talking about everything that is on the chart, there are a lot of numbers, colors, lines, and so on. When you just look at the chart, and I know that I can share this with you, mm-hmm. um, you are... You are offensively creative and you are highly creative. You have this in your chart as well. Um, That's just just sharing something. Number one is a highly creative person. But look at it and what stood out when I ran your chart, your body graph. For me, it looks like a rocket. It does look like a rocket. It looks like a rocket. And just see, there are those, and I never had someone with two channels up there two red channels, and I thought, like, this is almost symmetric. It looks like the launch of a rocket. does look like it. And I'm, I don't know what that means, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. So the style is more or less the same, but there are different colors. There are different whitewashes in the charts of people. There are different numbers and different descriptions. But yours looks so symmetric. And this is what came to me uh, when I saw your chart the first time for the first time so you are a generator that is someone who is really highly powered who has a lot of energy you probably never ever are going to burn out and i believe that because you have so many things running you have your daily show you are someone who really has the energy and just look um most of your energy is in those centers that is coming from your gut, which is this amazing power and also um, emotional and splenic power. Splenic is the intuition. So you have a lot of power running through your energetic blueprint um, that makes you someone who wants to gradually become mm, masterful at what he does. Um, And it really sucks if you reach this plateau where it feels like you're stuck and nothing goes. And this causes frustration for a generator who wants to climb up the mountain. 
You know, it's funny you mention that because this daily show, we've been doing it for three months now, but uh, we, we've talked internally and we, we recognize that it is a, it's a, every day we're going to get a little bit better. We're nowhere near where we're going to be, but at bats are so important, which is why we decided to do every day. Because if you get 1% better every day, I think uh, eventually you'll be somewhere. So that's, it's good to hear that it's sort of intrinsic to my being. It feels right. You know, that is, you are like an alchemist. And you're trying to figure out how to mix the liquids in the most amazing way, in the right. best way to really make the show better every day. And maybe you come up with something new, but just be aware, the thing that shows itself and you just need to react. Maybe that is someone asking you something, or maybe you listening to a song, and then maybe you have another idea to improve something in the show and to make it even better than it is right now. Right. I think about that a lot. Like, are we getting better? Is it a conscious effort to get better? You know, uh, where, where can we pull inspiration from, whether it be a song or something? So that's, it's, it's nice that. Yeah. Yeah. My charts indicating the same thing. It is. It is. And so I asked myself before we hopped on the show, what could I focus on? Because there are so many fantastic aspects in your chart. Really, really. And I thought, hmm, what could it be? So you see, just looking at the chart, there is a lot of color in the chart. Mm -hmm. And then, and you are someone, the first time I came across you, I thought like, oh, he's such a fast-paced speaker. And he shows up in this really magnetic way. And then I saw, wow. And let me just use the magnifying glass. I love this, but I can do it. All right. I'm going to love it too, I can tell. So just looking at the throat. Okay. Usually, and this is so fantastic, and that's why I want to focus on this. Usually when someone has a white like open throat, that means that this is someone who is not designed to speak a lot. Oftentimes, these are people who have challenges with showing up. They have challenges because they feel like they are overlooked or overheard. Huh. But, and this is why I love mentioning this, I like human design. I, I started loving human design because it is not, nothing like boxing you in and saying, oh, Eric, you have the open throat center. That means you are made, not, not, you are not made to speak to big audiences. You're someone who is designed for silence. Not at all. And let me tell you, let me tell you why, because I feel Openness brings challenges, and maybe, I don't know if you want to share, maybe you had those those phases where you felt like, do people hear me? Um, I don't know, and you, you can decide if you want to talk about this, but... Uh, you know, I think I was... Um, so I mentioned off air, um, I'm an army brat, so I moved around a lot. So that's tough, I think, on a kid, especially early on, because, you know, I, I did kindergarten through third grade in one place, fourth grade in another place, fifth, sixth, and seventh in another place, eighth and ninth in another place, tenth in a place, and then junior and senior year. So you move around a lot, and I think it's it's difficult to go to new schools all the time, new houses, and this is pre-internet. So once you move, you don't talk to your friends anymore. They're gone. We can't IM. Like, we could write letters, but what kid's going to write a letter? So it was constantly, everything you knew was dying behind you, sort of. And then uh, in seventh grade, I lived in Belgium, 
And I sort of became, I created some persona that I think is now who I am. But I don't think I was particularly vocal or interesting or it wasn't, uh, I was a, a choir kid. And then I discovered when I was in seventh grade, started doing my hair like a lunatic, started acting like uh, bad guy professional wrestlers just to get a rise out of people. I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and I'm never going to stop. So I think that's, maybe I was predestined to be quiet, but something broke at some point. And I just want to break this um, idea of an open throat means you're designed to be quiet because you managed to really break through this challenge of maybe I'm designed to be quiet without knowing about human design. Yeah, and so talking about this openness of your throat makes me feel so happy about uh, this fantastic tool of human design because it shows that when someone faces his fears or feels like maybe I'm not designed to speak, but really decides that you can do that, you can do that, you can show up in this amazing magnetic way because you make people feel seen and heard just by the way you adapt your voice to people. And I saw this yesterday when I was on your show, I felt so well and so seen and so accepted because you have this talent of magnetizing people and of really being capable of um, adapting to the way they speak. Because I really feared that I might not be able to follow you because you are a false-paced speaker. That's really nice to hear. Thank you for saying that. By the way, everyone should get their chart read. This is amazing. Um, and I think to your point, uh, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about people based on how they present. But for instance, I don't get nervous before every show. Like it it may not appear that way, but I still, uh, I'm nervous about the quality. I want to make sure it's funny, that it's fast paced, that it's entertaining. So it's the same thing like people say all the time, I don't have a filter. I do have a filter. I just ignore the filter. Like I, my my brain still pings when I know I'm going to say something that's going to piss somebody off, but I like pissing people off. So I do it. So <laughs> you can overcome your, you know, base fears or instincts. You just have to try yeah. over and over every day. Yeah. And, and that is, I think this is such a great example. And I'm so happy that you are on the show because this is an example that you can't um, take this as an excuse and say, mm, okay, well, my chart says this and that. My jaw chart says I'm not designed to speak in front of a big audience because I have the open throat. Just look at Eric. <laughs> he does such an amazing job and um, you can really um, overcome those things yeah. um, just by trying out and by becoming better, becoming masterful at what you do. Yeah. And I think not everybody, you know, so I don't like heights. So that fear doesn't drive me. I don't want to jump out of a plane. I don't like airplanes. I don't like ladders. I don't like, I don't like, I like the ground. So that fear I'm not willing to confront, but like the public speaking thing, that idea, I, I, I like the thrill of it and I like it being over. You know, I like the relief of it. Not like once we log off here, I'm going to be like, oh, but it's going to feel good. Like I accomplished something. It is such a joy to have you because you just, did you say I'm not willing to confront this fear? I'm not, no, heights is not a thing I'm willing to confront. Public speaking is fine. No, because I, I, I should really invite you to try logosynthesis, which is some of the ways I deal with fears of people. Yeah. And I promise you that in a very fast-paced way, you get rid of the fear. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, I'm afraid of heights, but I still fly, right? Like I'll still, I just don't prefer. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do any of the dumb shit like jump, jump out of a plane or bungee jump. But you know, I'll, I'll go. 
I'll fly places. I'm not that mental, but yeah, maybe. Maybe after taking your course, I'll be jumping out of planes. I'll be a good time. We can try. We can try. Okay. So here we are back again, and we talked about the open throat, which really stood out. And then second, when I looked at your chart, and I already mentioned it when I talked about the rocket, I love talking about definition in a chart. So as you never heard about human design before, just let me explain you a little bit. These lines, these channels, they are like electricity running in a circuit. They are like energetic information running in your veins, in your system. And whenever there is a full line, a full channel, like there and there and over here and down there and here, mm -hmm. then this is something that people can't take away from you. They can't influence you. This is what is running and running and running. This is your superpower. That's the way you are. That is something that no astrological stuff like Mercury retrograde can take away and no conditioning can take away. And so I would love to focus on a couple of them because you have so many and something, because I always want to see it under this lens of, or through this lens of you being so magnificent the way you are, mm -hmm. I want to talk about these two. And as you see, this is around your headspace. Yep. So this all has to do with thinking and you have a defined crown. So the crown, this triangle is a symbol for your crown. And not so many people have this defined. So you are a man of inspiration with a defined crown because you internally can come up with stuff and can inspire people. Um, so this is the first aspect of magnificence around this area. And then um, I want to talk about those channels I mentioned. So there is the 6447 which is the channel of abstraction. And this means that there is a lot of mental activity running in your brain and that you have a lot of clarity when it comes to helping other people. Um, so this is a channel that is focused on helping others. So a lot in your chart is about helping others, being there for others, giving impulses or inspiration to others. And so this is really helping people solve issues, um, creating something new out of the old and helping people that are in your field. Does this resonate with you? Uh, I think sort of, yeah. I think <clears throat> maybe secondarily. I, I think, um, well, the intelligence thing, thank God. So I've had, this is another thing, you know how all our problems come from our childhood. It's always been sort of, I have court jester syndrome, which is that uh, primarily I want to be funny and entertaining, but people assume if you're funny and entertaining that you're dumb. So I always try to overcompensate by trying to be smarter than you as well. So yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a constant struggle just because I think the way, you know, big, humans are big, dumb animals and it's difficult for us to view one thing as many things. Malcolm Gladwell has a book. I think it was in Outliers. Maybe it's in the tipping point where he, he explained or a ch uh, child neurologist explained 
One of the hardest things for a kid to intellectualize it as, is that an apple can be both round and red, that one thing can be two things. Yeah. And I don't think we ever really get over that. I, I think we I think we have a lot of um, stereotypes that we buy into because mm-hmm. the truth is more complicated. Our brains are lazy organisms. They want to get right to it and move on. So uh, the intelligence thing is great. Helping people, I hope so. I mean, I don't think it's primarily in my being. I've always viewed myself as vaguely selfish, but maybe that's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we can, that we have a strong grasp on, grasp on who we are either, you know? So. So I like what you, what you just said, and I want to um, also talk about the other channel and then talk about what you just said, uh, that people feel like um, you are entertaining, maybe you're not intelligent, um, and I can prove that this is not this oh thank god i'm gonna i'm gonna i need you around this is absolutely intelligent what you talk about even though you have this entertaining aspect because i saw this on the show um and there is a lot of knowledge and wisdom that you spread when you are on the show so there is that's what i feel it is entertaining and you have those jokes on and you have all the entertaining uh phrases that you use But in your heart of hearts, and that's not in the chart, that's just from me, mm-hmm. you are someone who really pays attention to what is going on out there and you're looking at injustices or insecurities, inconsistencies, and you want to, to be someone who makes an impact. And that's also in this channel, someone who is future-paced, who is looking for inconsistencies to protect people from misjudgment in the future. It's, again, for others. And that's why I wanted to share the screen again, because I feel there is so much substance to the entertaining show that you um, have every day. Yeah, I think so. And I, that's the aim. I think it's always been the aim. I like um, I like balance, but I like balance on the extremes. So the middle balance is boring. Like gray is boring. Vanilla is boring. But if you have like uh, I'm a huge Patriots fan. They're the American football team. I pace. I sweat. It makes no sense. But I also read philosophy. So like, there's going to be some sort of like balance on the extremes and in, in terms of flavor or drinking or experiences or how you view the world, I think, is way more interesting than being some stock character or stock figure. So yeah. And the other thing too is like, I'm sort of a loud liberal and I think there's a lot of injustice and it, somebody said once, uh, that you have to open your eyes so wide to the world around you that it hurts. And I think that's true. I, you know, ignorant, nothing's going to come from ignorance, blind ignorance, yeah. sticking your head in the sand. And I think you have to be loud about the things that you're passionate about. Yeah. Only good things can happen, right? Totally, totally. And this guides me, this builds a bridge to another channel that I want to touch. And I want to share it with you and I want to share it with the audience. Good. I like these bridges. So far, it's all been good news. Eventually, I would imagine there's some bad coming. Hey, you are on the show because I want to share about your magnificence and another okay. aspect in your chart or another um, magnificent thing is this channel see this is channel 2838 and i already feel that you might nod it is the channel that is called the channel of struggle but also the channel of stubbornness 
And this is someone who lives a life that is like a hero's journey um, against the overwhelming odds. Uh, and the goal is to remain yourself and to grow and to go on in your own way. So you could think of Frank Sinatra's I Did It My Way song. Yeah. Uh, that is that is such a big focus and goal of someone with this 2838 channel. Um, it is a deeply individual channel who needs people around that allow you to struggle because that, that might, might sound counterproductive because it makes you really get as much out of life as possible um, so that you can empower others. And talking about the stubbornness aspect, and then I'm going to pass it on to you. Um, you never give up on something that really holds meaning for you. And you are so healthy when you are pushing yourself because you have this fighting spirit in this uh, channel. And so I would really love to ask you, does this ring true? And what is the goal of what you do every day? You are on this show that is entertaining, but connecting it to what I just said, the empowerment of others, maybe through your own struggle. And yeah. there is the mother aspect in your chart, someone who experienced a lot in life and maybe wants to really inspire or help others on their path. Um, did I touch on something that is true? I think so. So my goal, sort of my North Stars, I want to be, uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain to me. I don't know if you know who he is, but he had nope. the greatest job in the world. Um, you don't know who he is? Nope. Okay. It's that guy right there who's uh, flipping off the thing in the thing. So Anthony Bourdain was a strung out line cook in New York City, um, ex-heroin addict, uh, 44, couldn't pay his bills, was nobody. He wrote. Um, a piece that got published, I believe, in the New York Times or New York Post. From that came a book deal. He wrote a book called Kitchen Confidential. From Kitchen Confidential, which was the number one New York Times bestselling uh, book, he got a show on the Food Network where he got to travel. And in the beginning, it was sort of like, you know, who eating weird food, that kind of thing. But from that show, he was like, I don't want to eat weird food. The network didn't want international shows. They wanted like the best barbecue in Texas. That's where the Food Network is. So it was, a, I think, a good mutual parting. Then he went on to the Travel Channel, and then he went overseas, and he sort of, again, not not polished at all, like uh, a line cook, a guy that did drugs a bunch, heavily tattooed, a smoker. But he had such a gift when it came to conveying other people's stories, and not only that, but conveying the history of the place and the socioeconomic uh, implications of wars. It's just, you learn so much. It was about food, and it was about travel, and you should come here, but you learned a lot, too. And I think that was that was beautiful. And I think it's it's there's nothing like it on TV. There has it there wasn't before. There hasn't been since. And I guess that's just a dumb TV show. But that's I think he was helping people, and I think he was helping himself. I think it was funny. It was entertaining. It was informative. It was everything I love. So, to some degree, yes, I it was it was it was helping other people. I think, but it was self serving in a way. And I think that's sort of my. I can never be a pure altruist. I need something out of it. So yes. I think there's that. But then the stubborn thing, yes. I'm extraordinarily stubborn when it comes to the things I care about, but I'm not stubborn about it. Like I'm a, I was a horrible student because I didn't give a fuck about school. 
So that I didn't care about. But if I was, if I'm going to do a show, I need to do it my way. I, like I'm, I will not compromise. I did a, I did a, I was in the talent show at school and they told me I, I sang, I can't sing, but I thought it'd be funny if I couldn't sing. And they told me that I couldn't have a live band and I go, then I'm dropping out. I'm not doing it. I, I can't have a can, you know what I mean? I, I need a live yeah. band. So when it comes to, that's just, that's a myopic example, but I need, when I care about things, I need it to be my way. And I don't know why exactly. I can't tell it's going to be any better, but if I care about it, I have to put my stamp on it or I don't want any part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that- I'm a a terrible employee. But isn't that part, so that's why you are (laughs) self-employed? Isn't that, isn't that just um, a proof of your magnificence? Just your way of showing up in a ma- magnificent way. Um, and One way to look at it. It could be annoying, but it's it could be magnificent too. Yeah. I just wanted to know, do you have any goals with the show that might even lead to further goals, to maybe visions? Uh, yeah. So my co-host Rodney said it best. I think he said uh, at some point he wants it so we could be listened to in the car. So I think the the idea of the radio show, although I do like the visual aspect. So I'm not I'm not sure. I just know that the more we get out there, the more bats we have, the more people we talk to, the more opportunity will present itself. Um, I'm a big believer in at bats. You just have to get out there and swing and swing and swing and swing and swing and swing and never get tired of swinging. And then something good will happen. So We do want fame to a certain degree, but I don't know how that will manifest itself. You know, podcast fame is great, but TV fame is better. So I, I just, I just want to head in a direction and be steadfast in the pursuit of something. Head into the darkness, but just know that you have to keep walking, and hopefully, eventually, something will happen. And you don't know how much you embody your chart, how much you embody this. You just said so many things that are so in alignment with who you are. And who knows, maybe someone with um, who is looking for someone to be on TV is watching our show right now. <laughs> I want this freaking amazing guy on my TV show. Who knows? That's that's the goal. That would be nice. Yeah. I just think, uh, you know, we're on this rock once, you know, we're leading finite lives on a doomed planet. So you just have to pursue whatever it is. And it, not everyone's thing is going to be the same thing. But whatever that thing is. You need to, you, you, maybe there's another ride, maybe there's somewhere else, but what we know is that we're here now. So just take advantage of this, and I think everyone would be better off. Yeah. So now I could really talk about two different things, and I feel the best thing for you, and I want to serve you on this show. <laughs> Fed, I like being served. That's great. One of my favorite things, by the way, is being served. <laughs> So the way I can serve you is I can talk about your gene key, number five, because you said, oh, and maybe this and maybe that. Um, This is not about the human design, but this number five, uh, which is an aspect of the conscious sun and don't care about this. This is gene key uh, number five that says it's all about patience in your life Mm -hmm. and uh, about waiting because you can't pull out the grass when it grows. Um, and there is always a shadow to it. There is this impatient shadow or the compulsive shadow. And uh, this gene key five is a big reminder for you 
that things will turn out the way they exactly need to be uh, when you listen to your heartbeat, when you soften your shoulders, when you relax your breath and take a deep breath and when you trust that life's timing is impeccable um, and that life always knows what is best for you and for those people you serve. And I, I shared this because we talked about this TV person that might watch the show. If this is meant for you, your gene key says that life's timing is impeccable. And um, so this is not talking about how magnificent number five is, but I just had this impulse to tell you that this is everything will exactly turn out the way that is well and good and amazing for you. Yeah, I think that's that that sounds right. Like I don't want to. Uh, so my wife, for example, we were trying to, you know, we we had kids older. I'm 30. No, no, I'm not. I'm 42. But uh, when my when uh, we had my first son, I was 36, and it took a little while. And there would be a constant struggle because my wife is very impatient. But I was like, listen, it's going to happen. Don't worry. Just give it time. And it was like a big, because you, you women don't want to hear that when you're trying to get pregnant. But it worked out. And like now we're trying to potty train my uh, my youngest daughter. And she's all up in arms because it's, hey, I'll go, listen, it's going to work out. Right. And I know those are two dumb examples, but I'm much rather, I much skewed towards, give it time. Everything's going to work out. That's yeah. my base. Even when it doesn't have to do with children, everything. I mean. So never force, never forcing stuff. No, that was amazing so far. I would love to ask you to share when people are interested in learning more about you or in interacting with you or in getting your services when it comes to really being creative around marketing or all the services that you offer. How can they reach you? How could they really get in touch with you or what 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 do you offer? Well, if you'd like to be a guest on the Eric and Rodney show with Robin, and I think you should, because here's the thing, we all needed bats. The more you're out there, the better. If you're a guest on our show and somebody sees you and wants to hire you, that's good. Somebody sees me and wants to hire me, that's good as well. Uh, so the Eric and Rodney show with Robin live streams every day, like you said, on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, I'm sorry, X, and uh, YouTube every day, 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time. So if you go to uh, the Eric and Rodney show on LinkedIn or my profile, America's Sweetheart. <laughs> Eric Bryan uh, on LinkedIn. And then I have uh, interest in our services, offensivelycreative.com. Uh, we skew towards video um, so we can produce it yourself, much like uh, what Jason does. As a matter of fact, we use Jason sometimes. Um, but if you want uh, general marketing, SEO, PPC, content, email, we're the best. We are the best. Just patience. We'll get you there. Super. <laughs> Thank you for sharing this. To wrap it up, to wrap it up, I would love to ask you one very last question. Yeah. As I figured out, talking about your chart and just touching teeny tiny little things, because we could talk about your chart for three, four, five hours. That'd be great. I would love to talk about me for three or four or five hours, but I know the audience doesn't want to, so let's <laughs> question. There is this soft core, this heart that is beating for others as well as for your or your own development. But there is this softness inside of you, but also there is this crazy, loud, magnificent showmaster that you are. And just this amazing combination. Um, 
leads me to one question. Is there something that you would love to share from your heart of hearts with the audience? Maybe a tip, maybe a thought, maybe a quote, maybe a secret, maybe whatever comes to your mind. Is there anything that people should hear right now? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't want to belabor the point, but I do think I am constantly reminded that death is near. And I, I have no experience with this. I've lived a very charmed life, as a matter of fact. Everything, like my struggles are nothing compared to other people. Um, but it's it's time is running out. And I think whatever it is that you want to do, if you're not doing it now, just do like the show has been amazing. It's a thing that I've always wanted to do now that we pursue it and we do it every day. It's it's giving you know, this is probably overstating it, but it's given my life and my career direction. And it's so, it's great to wake up and to do something that you like to do every day. And not everybody does that. And I, I recognize that not everyone is the position to do that. But if you can pursue that thing that you love, and I know that's, that's everyone says it, but it's so goddamn true. It just, uh, life is better when you're doing what you want to do. And when you know that it could end at any time, but at least you're doing the shit you want to do. So- I think you're doing it, right? I mean, this podcast is new for you. This must speak to your soul. You're obviously very good at it and you like it. So this must be better than it was a year ago or whatever. Definitely. And you spoke to my heart because I feel like we should not regret that we didn't do what we wanted to do. Um, and right. believe it or not, this um, awareness of we are getting older and there is death. That is in your chart as well. And that makes you amazing because you are aware of this. So without any expectations, you live your life in the here and now. That's in yeah. your chart as well. Oh, good. Well, I, I believe that. Yeah, because again, maybe there's a heaven. Maybe uh, maybe we'd live this life again. I don't know. All I know is that I'm here now. So let's make the most of what this is and hope for the best. Thank you so much. What a gem. Eric, Eric. Thank you so much for being on this show, for sharing your wisdom, for letting me share about your chart and for being such a wonderful guest. Um, it was my pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. And honestly, everyone should do this. Sign up for this show. It's great. Or sign up for the chart reading. All of this is amazing. You're, you're going to love it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for watching or listening to Magnificent, the empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on the magnificence of its guests. I want to say thank you and bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this empowering episode. To continue this journey of aligning with your true purpose and uncovering your magnificence, schedule an illumination call with Patricia at patricialindner.com. Please share this episode with someone who needs it and subscribe to the show on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. Join us again soon for another episode of Magnificence.